Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Lady Chow Fung, and Adam for another episode of Wuxia Weekend. Tonight we're going to talk about the classic film Tai Chi Master. This is a 1993 film directed by Yuan Wu Ping and starring Jet Li and Michelle Yeoh. Uh, it's 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 a it's a really great movie, and uh, you know I just want to get right into it and get people's opinions rather than you know uh, give a quick overview of the plot. So. Uh, why don't you guys uh, just give me your initial reactions to the movie, and and then we'll sort of dive in and discuss it further. Yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. Like I, I definitely have my doubts as to how accurate it is as a representation of uh, Zhang Sanfeng and <laughs> and the creation of Tai Chi and stuff. But um, I thought the movie itself was really good. I like the sort of dynamic between um, the two male leads and also the, the female leads as well. It's like one of them having a bit of a short screen time, really. <laughs> but um, no, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I also enjoyed the movie. Um, it kind of ruined one of my favorite actors who I'm used to seeing as a, um, as a hero. Um, as a villain in this movie, it just kind of threw me way off. But to me, that shows the versatility of this actor and why I like him so much. Um, but I really like the movie, even the little comedy bits that were in it. Yeah, this was this was just a really fun movie. I mean, it was very, uh, very much a '90s style uh, movie. And I, I mean, I feel like you, like you said, Dion. I feel I feel like the comedy was just the right level. It, like it, it worked well with the movie. It didn't get too silly or anything, and it. Uh, yeah, I just, I enjoyed this movie the whole way through. Yeah, and, I mean, and he was a, a really good villain, Lady Chow Fung. I, I thought that, uh... <laughs> he really was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so, so I guess, you know, the, the, the basic, uh, film is, it's, it's a, it's about the guy who, who is the originator of Tai Chi, and he starts out life as a, as a monk in Shaolin, and the early part of the movie is spent at Shaolin Temple. And it's kind of almost, I don't, I, a lot of Yuan Ping movies sort of have this where he sort of just like lingers in a location at the start. It's kind of like you just get, you get to kind of see their environment and you have, you know, a number of things that happen to them. And so we get sort of the, the, the early, the early life of, of Jet Li's character who is uh, uh, Jun Bao. And he's paired up with another monk named Tian Bao, played by Chin Sui Ho, and they're, uh, they couldn't be more different. Uh, uh, Tian Bao is pretty vicious as a character. Like, he doesn't, it, you don't realize quite how vicious he is early on, but there are definitely signs of it if you go back and watch from the beginning that he's, mm-hmm. that he's, 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 a, he's a little bit of a sociopath. And, uh, and Jun Bao is, uh, uh, is kind-hearted and abides by the rules and 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 isn't really uh ambitious or looking to looking to uh use other people as stepping stepping stones in his uh career path uh and what ends up happening is there's a contest to determine uh, a promotion in Shaolin and uh Tian Bao really wants to 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 win the contest and during the during the match uh the other guy who's somebody that they've had an ongoing dispute with uh, throws powder in his eyes to cheat but Tian Bao reacts so <laughs> violently to this it's 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 really interesting because 
your first reaction when the guy throws the powder in his eyes is, you know, oh, that, like, you really want to see the guy get his comeuppance. But then when he gets his comeuppance, you're like, whoa, whoa, like, <laughs> you're going way too far with this. And they end up, they end up getting reprimanded, and it comes out that Tian Bao has uh, secretly been learning the master's uh, secret moves. And so they, they get... The, they get kicked out from Shaolin. They're, much worse is going to happen to them, but their master steps in and it makes it so they can just get uh, expelled from the school. And uh, and then they have to go and, and live on their own. So we'll get into that in a moment. But what did you guys think of this earlier part of the movie? Like, I, I, I enjoyed them as children. Like like you mentioned, that they're, they're very you know different personalities, and it, it comes out in the way that they, they speak and, and the way they act, and how uh, Tian Bao is always the one who's sort of in the lead and and dragging Jin Bao along on his escapades. Like especially that one part where he's like um, gets the sack and he beats up the guy who had a, um, who who had started the fight with him earlier on. Uh, you can sort of see like you know Tian Bao is a, a very vengeful person and he doesn't like he doesn't like getting slighted and he will he will take revenge any way he can and um, you know it seems innocent enough you'd think oh maybe you can attribute it to sort of like childish behavior um but you know as as you watch the movie you always sort of realize that this is like one of the big sort of signs that he is just yeah like you said the sociopath um and kenny you know, that... your mic is a little bit low right now um let me see and as I say as well, the, the master was a very nice character. I thought, uh, the, especially like the bit where the master like sort of sneaks food into them uh, under the watchful eyes of the of, of the uh, the martial uncle, and like feeds them buns and turns them so they face against a wall and shouts at them so that they get, they get a chance to eat, which I thought was quite nice. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought the uh, people playing the kids in this. I mean, it just it just it was seamless from the from the child actors to the adult actors in this, which is always good. You just had a good sense of the personalities, and they they felt consistently like the same people as the movie went forward. And uh, but yeah, I think I think to a degree you don't get as much of a sense. I mean, it's it's easy to write off uh, Tian Bao you know behavior because he's mainly interacting with Jumbao who like never really opposes him in any way so he doesn't he you know his ruthlessness is kind of he doesn't have as much much need to be ruthless aside from those couple of incidents as you mentioned and uh it's when once we start seeing him out in the world that it really becomes apparent I kind of disagree with Adam a little bit um mm -hmm. in that I think that for me the whole Shaolin experience was a setup to see what would happen later. I really got the early sense that something was not right with Jin Bao okay. at the beginning because uh, the way kind of the way he was bullying Jin Bao was mm. like, you're a little off. There's something <laughs> wrong yeah. with you. And I hope these, monks can like temper you and this is the right setting for you i guess it comes from my uh being a teacher and seeing <laughs> yeah you know uh this kind of behavior in school every day so you're i was hoping that um tian bao would be uh tempered by the um shaolin experience but the bully just comes out more and more and more in him as he goes he gets older in shaolin 
And but I like the whole setup of the way they built the background of these two characters and their relationships and how they um, had the their um, master was very kind to them. He wanted the best for them, but I think he also sensed that there might not be something all there yeah. with um, yeah. Jin Bao. But um, yeah, but when he delivered the vicious beatdown on a fellow monk just because he wanted to be promoted, that was like, yeah. There was, there was killing you. intent in those moves. There, there was, yes, yeah. definitely. It was yeah, like, you definitely yeah. got to keep an eye on him. Well, I, I, I think I think to an extent I kind of fooled myself because I, I, I got the feeling early on with the, you know that the interaction with the master and stuff I thought they were setting him up for some kind of redemption arc like he's kind of gonna go off a bit but he's gonna come back around and like as the movie went on I was more and more thinking okay okay I I, I don't think he's gonna come around I think <laughs> I think I think I can sort of see where you're coming from because I think what they do in this movie is number one you're, you're, you're a lot of what you're reacting to is June Bao's reaction in the Sifu's reaction to him, which mm -hmm. is largely, you know, either fatherly or positive in some way. And there are also mm -hmm. these moments where you keep wanting Tian Bao to, uh, you want him to be a good guy. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, things will be exactly. work out so much better if he is. And he kind of seems okay from now. And then, but there's always this like little glimmer in his eye that makes you uneasy. But I think for, for me, uh, very early in the movie, the scene where he, 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 he the Sifu says, this is Junbao, he's your senior, you know, you have to listen to what he says. And then as soon as the teacher's gone, he, you know, he, 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 he basically huh. says, no, I'm, you know, whenever, when nobody's around, you know, we'll, we'll act like I'm the, you know, I'm the senior here. And it, it, in martial arts, that's like seniority and doing what the, the, the master tells you to do. And those are really important things. And so the fact that this kid just immediately breaks that rule to me is, uh, is like a really bad sign. Um, but yeah, I think it's when you see him in the stick fighting scene where he, he just, you know, right before the, right before the stick fighting scene, when, uh, he, he brutalizes the, the, the cheating monk that, uh, that's, that's where you, you really get a clear, uh, but I don't think that the full extent of it is, it's, it, he goes in directions that you really aren't expecting him to go by the end. Um, there's some, there's some genuinely surprising things that he ends up doing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I think um, one thing that's that that the beginning arc also sets up really well is their obsession with kung fu mm -hmm. or with, with the martial arts because they they spend every moment of their day or that that they can practicing. I mean, they sleep um, doing headstands and they just casually breaking bricks on their head while they're having a conversation, and they just they, they try to incorporate martial arts into everything they do. So you, you get a real sense that these are very dedicated like people who are um, firmly on the martial path and that they you know, they can their you know their, their skill is explained and that they're very hardworking people. And, um, and it's a pretty well, long and, sequence too. I mean, it, it goes. Yeah. It, it takes up a good chunk of the movie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, about the whole sort of setup thing as well. The um, when when they're forced to leave Shaolin, and the master gives them the scroll. I I did think that that scroll was going to end up being sort of like a redemption. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Sort of Chekhov's gun thing for for Tian Bao because yeah, you because know, the master was saying, oh, when when you find yourself in times of. Uh, <laughs> stress basically use this scroll and they can bring you peace or whatever and yeah we, we've get, gotten signs that you know that Tenbao is a very 
and he gets very angry because you can see from from the, from his expressions when he's beating on this other monk that he is a very vicious uh, at that point in time. So yeah, I was thinking that that maybe that scroll would be uh, would would you know at the last minute of the climax, uh, Jumbao will open the scroll and read from it, and the master's <laughs> teachings will uh, make him think twice about what he's doing. Yeah, uh, that was my <laughs> expectation, and I, it was interesting that it didn't go that way. So I wasn't I wasn't disappointed. I was just surprised. And so in the in the the middle section of the movie, they they go into exile and they end up in the city where they they sort of become regulars at this uh, Buddha's laugh restaurant. And a number of things happen, but ultimately they end up meeting uh, Michelle Yeoh's character. Uh, I think her name is uh, Chu Zhu. And they also meet a, a woman called Little Melon. And they are they they eventually end up going their separate ways they're trying to earn money in the street by le letting people pay to punch them uh, <laughs> and and we need to talk about that scene because it's pretty funny i think um and and as that's happening uh, uh an official approaches them and says oh there's like this tax and that then they just list off all these taxes that they have to suddenly pay and uh and tian bao becomes very obsequious and 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 it's just like okay yeah we'll pay and then he's he's like hey we want to you know we want to uh, we want to join you we're good at fighting let's can we can we become soldiers in your army and and the the official sort of has some fun with him is like okay but you know uh, let me see you fight yourself first and so Tian Bao just humiliates himself by you know punching himself and and the look on Jun Bao's face you you realize this is like a really there's a rift forming between them. And, uh, and, and in fact, later on, Junbao has a similar experience where he has to be humiliated by a, by an, by a soldier, and his reaction is totally the opposite of what Tianbao does. And Tianbao ends up leaving at this point to go join the army. Junbao ends up staying with the restaurant, and a lot of stuff happens. But ultimately, uh, uh, Tianbao ends up betraying them. Uh, in order to advance through the ranks of the military, uh, by luring them to the camp, letting them think that they're gonna uh, that they're gonna be able to have an easy assassination against the governor of the of the region, a, a eunuch named Governor Lu, and uh, and you know he tells them that they're like gonna be out on a military maneuver or something, and then when they arrive, the whole army is there waiting for them, and uh, and this results in uh, in uh, 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 Michelle Yeoh's character being captured, and in uh, Little Melon being captured, and and Jet Li uh, making a narrow escape with uh, Priest Ling, who's like a Taoist priest that kind of hangs out at the restaurant that he's part of, and uh, and so you know the uh, you know something that 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 also happens out of this is Tian Bao ends up killing Little Melon, and. Uh, and Jun Bao has to go and rescue uh, uh, Michelle Yeoh's character. And during the rescue, things sort of get reversed, and she ends up rescuing him when he, uh, when he gets into trouble. And there's a prolonged period where Jun Bao goes crazy from the, the sort of the, just the aftermath of, of the betrayal. And that's, uh, you know, the... Uh, there's a there's there's more after that, but I want to talk about the sort of the middle section of the movie. Uh, well, you know, what do you guys think of the, the you know all the stuff that happens leading up to the final confrontation? 
I thought the splitting up of Jimbao and Tiamba was actually pretty sort of natural feeling. Like when they got to that point, you could already see that they had very differing philosophies in life and they were destined for sort of different paths. Like despite the fact that they, you know, were such close friends and stuff, like it just from the the way, you know, Tiamba reacted to having to sleep on the floor of a of a of a restaurant, it was just like he was not happy at all. <laughs> You, you could yeah. tell, like he, he, he in, in, you know, and and from some sort of like muttering to himself. He, I think he says something like, "Oh, I, I, I can't, I can't do, I can't deal with this uh, poverty-stricken lifestyle," or something along those lines. And you know, you, you know that that's gonna be, that's gonna cause a difference, the difference in opinion between the two of them. But um, I didn't expect him to quite to stoop quite as low as just to basically debase himself in front of um, the, you know, the, the guard captain or the, the, uh, the unnamed eunuch. I don't think he was actually named, was he? I uh, know uh, he had a name. It was, I think, Hikun or... Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, the, 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 one, of the, one of the sort of patrolling eunuchs who takes him in and gives him a, a, a small, a small ra- an officer rank in the army to start off with. Um... Yeah, it's uh, it, it it was quite a shocking sort of change there. Like you uh, you you would expect them to. I was expecting him to join the army. Like he 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 made he made it clear already he wanted to be part of the government or whatever and have power. But I didn't expect him to um, humiliate himself for it, which uh, was pretty well done actually. I I, I appreciated how the actor uh, uh, displayed that. Like even even though he's sort of humiliating himself, you can see from his eyes that he's like. He he's got he's got a master plan. Like he, yeah. he he is scheming something. Like he he is not taking this like just because. Like he 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 he's gonna get something. He wants something and he's gonna get it. Type of <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. In the the look in his eyes, kind of like step one is now complete. I'm I'm going to be in the army. I'm I'm on my first step of many to getting to the top of this military heap, and um. Yeah, you, the separation was natural, and you could see it coming. With uh, especially with the lines that they said to each other along the way, um, you know, Jin Bao is saying that he wants to work hard and let's go earn some money, and um, Chin Bao is all about no, let's go take the money, and you know, so you can see that they're definitely going to go their separate ways. But you really don't expect the ruthlessness that's going to come up in the next section um, with the betrayal and everything. You just don't expect all that, or at least I didn't when I first saw it. And that's kind of what ruined, this is where the ruining of Chin Shu Hu comes into play for me. Once he put on that uniform, it went really quickly downhill and it just, I was so disappointed I expected it, but I was disappointed in how ruthless he was. For me, it's the scene where he where he kills Little Melon. That's where it really yeah. sort of turned. That's like it goes from being, you know, like twirling mustache villain to like, oh my god, this guy's like crazy. Like that was uh, uh, not not even crazy is not even the right word. Like like cold blooded. It's just like yes. like he like no heart. Like like most villains. The least, because he was kind of going down that path where, like, okay, he 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 betrayed them, but he then tried to sort of save her and bring her to his tent, 
and you know he, he was going to try to smooth things over with her uh, but but then when the unit comes in and kind of belittles him for being you know having difficulty handling this woman and then expresses uh, concern that he has a rebel in his tent he just kills her like that like doesn't even think about it and yeah, he has not there's not one moment in the movie where he has any remorse or questioning about yeah. any of his betrayals or anything he just yeah you know and, and her sa her, him saving her is just well he wants to have the girl it's like it's nothing there's nothing even really really selfless in that either it's uh yeah it was it was pretty surprising yeah i was i, I thought that was a pretty shocking shocking death in the movie and also because her character yeah. was very lively she was like a very sort of energetic type of character and so to just just have her just die like that it just seemed very i don't know it, it just it just really kind of hammered all that home for me yeah, those that that was the point where I was sure there was not going to be any redemption turn. I was just like, you can't, you can't come back from that. Sorry. <laughs> even the even the eunuch was like a little bit distressed, I think, because he was like, he's like, I didn't say you had to kill her. And, yeah, you, know, you did okay, but you didn't have to do it exactly that way. Um, mm. And and that's the other interesting thing that happens. All the, all the people in the all of the officials who we've all all we've seen of them has been that they're they're you know corrupt and terrible. They, they even start kind of getting nervous around him because he's so ruthless. His training methods are, are lethal. He's having guys crawl like, like over spiked pits and, you know, really dangerous, uh, you know, athletic maneuvers where guys are getting their heads smashed on, on, on rocks and people are getting impaled through the chest. And when, when the guy, the tax, the guy who actually, uh, recruited him, the one who collected the taxes, uh, says, Hey, I'm going to report you to the, to the governor. He just throws a spear through him. Um, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's definitely not a safe person to have around. Um, and he's only looking out for his own aspirations. So, uh, but, but, but before we get into the betrayal a bit, cause I do want to, I want to talk about that scene in depth. I did want to talk about when they first go to the restaurant and they meet uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, and she's uh, sort of a wandering loot player. And her big thing is she was married to some guy, I think his name is Morong Bai, and she's she's just wandering around the city looking for him. And then when they go to the restaurant, Morong Bai comes to the restaurant as well, and he has a new, new wife who's very wealthy and is the... Um, I think the niece of of the of the governor, and yeah, her sister, I think, or maybe his sister. You, yeah, it's probably you're probably right on that. Um, and and so you know, so what we learn is that she, uh, Michelle Yeoh's character used to be married to this guy, and that he basically left her because uh, he met this 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 wealthy connected woman, and uh, and he publicly humiliates her, and then so she had so. Uh, so there's a big fight, number one, between her and the and the new wife, and it, it, it ends with her being smashed over the head by her ex-husband, and then she falls into kind of a stupor and malaise, and Junbao helps her to overcome this, and this becomes important later on when Junbao has his own uh, sort of, you know, uh, low point following the betrayal. Um, but I, I don't know, I thought, I thought it was a really cool fight scene, number one. I thought it was also kind of... I don't know, just interesting, interesting character dynamics. Yeah, well, it seemed it seemed to be there more to flesh her character out because none of that, none of the, those incident things with her husband or the 
or you know the new wife they they really as significantly as characters never come up again it's just kind of a way to give her a little bit of a a background you know and like you say it does set up the uh you know her her being upset and be in it and uh you know what will happen with june bao later on but uh but yeah it, it was it was an interesting scene i agree with you the, the uh the combat scene there was very good too yeah and uh and we do see the uh, the the wife again, but kind of like you say, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not really it's relevant. Not, not, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. She isn't so, again. So I do want to just... comment. The, I don't know who the actress is who played her, but she was all in in those fight scenes. <laughs> she, she was, was. She was like real. Like I was really impressed with her. Um, and but that fight scene between her and Michelle Yeoh, that's one of the most memorable scenes. That, like just the the scene where Michelle's on the table. And then the table becomes stilts when it gets smashed to bits, and she's standing on the <laughs> yeah, table. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, and the just it just it just it was just visually I don't know I just I just think it's it's, it's a really marvelous scene. And then there's the when, after she gets smashed on the head, Jet Li's sort of trying to to carry her and and fight other guys, and she keeps like falling down. He has to lift her up again, and it's just I don't know. It's a really fun, interesting fight scene. Um, and, and again, I, I did. There, there's a you know, there's a lot of good fight scenes in this movie, but that that's one of the ones that I really enjoyed. Um, and uh, and yeah, so you know, but but again, later on, what becomes important is this this uh, betrayal where they go to attack the camp, and a number of them get killed. And and as we discussed, uh, you know, in the aftermath, uh, uh, Michelle Yeoh's character is captured, and Jun Bao goes to rescue her, and. Uh, Tian Bao is waiting with her up on a wooden tower and she's kind of up on a cross like she's tied to mm -hmm. like a post on top of the of the wooden tower it kind of reminds me of the scene in Return of Condor Heroes with uh, Guo Xian oh, at the yeah. end uh, in the tower as well yeah that, that was on fire yeah it was on fire it was, it was a slightly different stakes there <laughs> but it was it still reminded me of that and and the, this, is a, this is more of a Jenga tower in this one the way the pieces kept kind yeah, of falling well, off I yeah. felt like <laughs> that's a good that's a good comparison it's like a jenga tower and as the pieces start falling off Jet Li has to actually prop it up and the fight <laughs> becomes harder and harder for him um uh, but they have this great duel and it's a it's a really good one-on-one -on -one showdown uh you know and it ends with him being he gets he ends up getting stabbed through the like i don't know if it's the chest or the upper shoulder but it's like a you know uh he gets wounded and the tower collapses and when it collapses Michelle Yeoh gets out and then she helps him escape. So it's interesting because it starts out with, with the person going in to do the rescue. And then by the end, the person that he's rescuing has to kind of help him out of the situation. And, and then in the aftermath of it, he goes completely crazy. He just completely loses his mind and he has to be nursed back to health by, by Michelle Yeoh and by uh, Priest Ling. Uh, and Priest Ling is a really fun character who we haven't really talked enough about, but, uh, I agree. I've been meaning to yeah. meaning to bring him up. He was he was he we just added a whole lot to the movie, I think. Yeah, he's um he's uh he, he's a guy that's been in a lot of other films. He was in uh he was in the Miracle Warrior uh uh movies and he's also in a lot of the Mr. Vampire films. He just is really great uh <laughs> he's got a face. His face <laughs> is just he, you know, is is so is so unique. Sketchy Taoist priest. Is, well, is but, it's, but the thing is, on his face. He can, no, he can do anything. I've seen him play. I've seen him play old ladies. I've seen him. Play, he, he can play all kinds of characters, and and it's always. And his face is just so interesting. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, so he so he ends up uh, being nursed back to health by by them, and it's during this process that that he's the one that that goes back to the uh, the scroll that the master gave them, and and he starts learning about uh, you know the Tao and 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 Chi and. He, he 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 has a number of of insights that lead him to 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 basically in the movie he kind of invents tai chi you know in like 10 minutes but but it's uh <laughs> but it's really well done i think i, th- I think because they lay the groundwork for it during the whole movie the ball that that he sort of uses to understand the Tao that's introduced very early in the movie by Priest Ling and you almost don't notice it because Priest Ling is such a goofy character he's just like oh yeah here's a ball and you know everything in the in the world is round the sun the moon you know it's all and it's all connected and but he's like this you know like you said he's a sketchy Taoist priest so nobody really takes him all that seriously. And I just want to point out that when the priest did introduce the ball, I think it was a pun because the word he used in Cantonese also means profound, but the word profound also means the same as a ball. So <laughs> it's like, oh, everything is brown, very profound, but you can hold it, it's all fine. It's like, oh. But yeah, so that's one of the things I don't think came across in the translation, but it was yeah, that, that definitely did not come up in the translation. No, not at all. But uh, but that's interesting that, that that it does add a whole other dimension to it, and I, and 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 so he you know he, he you know through this ball and through the scroll and through a, a bout of madness and through the the nurturing of Michelle Yeoh's character uh, who's reciprocating his earlier uh, assistance when she was sort of falling apart and trying to to drink her her problems away uh, he 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 has this insight and then he he becomes the master of this style. And he goes and he confronts Tian Bao, and it's an amazing showdown. And Jet Li is, I think, at the top of his game in this final confrontation. Like the number one, the way that they sort of visually depict the Tai Chi to me is just marvelous. It's this, it, it and and I and I think with Jet Li being the vehicle for that, it's 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 just unbelievable to watch. Just every every movement is 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 amazing. I don't I. I I, it's, it's 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 the it's one of the reasons why I love this film so much. You can sort of sit there and you can watch you can watch Jet Li shake his shoulders for like hours at a time, and it's it's engaging. Um, That's just the opening scene of this movie when it's kind of got the scene of Jet Li kind of leading the whole group through the Tai Chi maneuvers. It's like nothing. It's it's just them kind of practicing the poses and so on and going through. But it's like it's it's really engrossing just because it's so well done. I mean, I I was just just that scene alone, let alone the the fight scene at the end. You can feel your blood pressure drop when you watch that scene. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yes. It's a. It, it's and, just and, something about the tai chi motions that when you look at it, like it, it's it, you know, it, it's very they're very right in that it follows the the principles of the Tao and oh, and and um, you're moving in harmony with both yourself and with the surrounding types of things. Like, it, it, it does convey like a sense of peace, like compared to you know like tiger style kung fu or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it. it yeah, it definitely has that sort of air of mysticism to it, you know, in just the way that the moves, movements flow into one another. 
Yeah, it's very graceful. It's a very great... And, and, and the way that it's shot and the music they put behind it and how it all kind of... And the way the movements are connecting to the rhythm. And I think Jet Li's just, you know, supreme confidence in all the motions just really mm -hmm. make it work. And, and, and in that final confrontation between him and, and Tian Bao, it, you, you just really feel that. You, you know, because cause Tai Chi is one of those things that's almost... It almost seems like, like a... You know, like when you think of Tai Chi, you think of like old people like practicing forms in the park and stuff. You don't necessarily think of it as a, a martial art. I know it is a martial art. There's a Donnie Yen's mother actually has a school in Boston near uh, near me. And uh, and but it but the thing that leaps to mind when I first think Tai Chi is usually, you know, like uh, something not quite as martial. And and to see it used this way is, uh, you know, I and I don't know, I just I just this was like my first it, I saw this movie ages ago uh, and it was it had a really big impression on me and it was when I first really became aware is like oh there's more to Tai Chi than just you know uh, you know good health um, and 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 it, and it's amazing to watch in that last sequence so I don't know what did you guys think of the final fight I mean it's a uh, it's a pretty you know it's a pretty long final fight it kind of has a number of almost like sections to it but I was I thought like both sides had a very good showing in the fight actually because yeah you know, when uh, Tim Bao sort of realized that um, he couldn't defeat this new style of Jim Bao he had the clever idea of going the rope because he could tell like um, that Jim Bao was sort of using the 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 stability of the Earth as a sort of like I don't know, shave shave the power of his attacks away basically. Yeah. It's hard to. I don't know. What I'm trying to say in English. I can. I can visualize it in Chinese. <laughs> as one of those weird things. Um, uh, but yeah. But it's by luring him onto a net, like he he loses a stable footing and he can't quite keep a a, a proper stance to um dive, you know redirect the energy from Tian Bao. So you know he's put as massive disadvantage. But then you know the sort of the, the, the twist of um Jim Bao having another revelation of, of how to properly utilize like all force can be used and not just the not just you know being uh, being firm on the ground like was a uh, was a very uh, impressive twist on there as well I thought yeah the um and 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 Tian Bao ends up uh you know when when that doesn't work just using deception and uh and his death is pretty I don't know it, it what did you think of how he died? Where uh... I thought he got what he deserved. <laughs> and it's very rare that I feel that way about a villain at the end, but I really enjoyed watching him die. Do you, do you feel like they... I feel like they were trying to remove responsibility for the death from, uh, from Junbao? By yeah, because he he did go through that whole like sort of philosophical thing where like it was like I think like ten minutes before he was saying like all, all, all lives deserve to be lived or whatever it was and that you know killing is bad okay <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so he doesn't kill him directly he sort of spins him like a ball and throws him in the air and he lands on the on the on the spear so accidentally it's... onto the spears of yeah. of the soldiers that that Tim Bao was training yeah. So it's it's kind of, it, it, you know it's it's an indirect sort of kill, but it, it was interesting and also it it was um 
I don't know. I just that, I just think that scene is great. Just that just everything about it works. Like the 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 jump, the moving from you know section to section. The the way that the a lot of times in these movies, and and I say this every once in a while, you know, there's like a there's an explanation for why a guy is able to defeat another guy. Like you know, oh, he's doing this or that. But you don't always you're not always able to really see the explanation. Or if you are, it's not something that you really understand. It's just like okay, there's like a visual shorthand for what's going on here but here you really see how he's using the force of the opponent against them and mm-hmm. all of the martial arts principles are clearly on display and i i so so it, ju- it just works for me on that level yeah i thought the the slow motion was really needed in this section because you were able to see the forces reverberate and go against the person who used it in the first place so i i thought it was perfect the way the all the scenes at the end were shot. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. Um, what'd you guys think of the over? I know we talked about this a little bit, but what'd you guys think of the overall like flow and sort of tonal shifting of the movie? Like, you, you, I know you guys mentioned there was there was there was comedy, but there wasn't too much comedy. Like, do, do you feel like overall the tone of the movie was 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 right or? I feel it was right and. Again, like I think I mentioned this like a couple of podcasts ago. So like this movie has a very distinct sort of nineties feel to it. And mm. in, in that there is that whole aspect of comedy included when strictly speaking it's not necessary. Um but they added some comedy in, you know, the the way the um yeah, the way that the, you know, with the with the master in the beginning, the Taoist priest in the the later half of the movie. Um and yeah, despite the fact that most of the movie was quite serious, these sort of like comedic moments do help break up the tension a little bit and to you know not keep us so high strung i think because it, it you know it, it would be quite a dark movie without it otherwise you know we've got one <laughs> guy going going into ptsd after witnessing his uh, uh fellow rebels being slaughtered because of a, of of his longtime friend and basically brother um and his recovery from that sort of dark from those dark moments of his life and yeah and 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 the end having to end his brother's life with his own hands sort of thing was yeah the comedy definitely um helps there and it's strange because i i don't think like now i think if this movie was made nowadays it'd be much grittier and they probably yeah. try to take out as much of the comedy as they could mm-hmm. um, but I, th- I think that would suck out some of the heart if they did that yeah because yeah. like the ptsd scene is played largely for laughs but it still ends up having an emotional impact you know just by the way that they sort of do it you know like like, like there there's a lot of there's a lot of slapstick in that section of the movie, but there's also a lot of moments where, like, Michelle Yeoh is sort of like she's reflecting back on when he helped her, and you know, the, the, the and and these two characters are sticking with him despite all of these antics that he's sort of you know indulging in, and so yeah, well, it's it's interesting because you mentioned like her you know helping him, but when he's helping her, it's like when she's at her bottom too, drinking and drinking and drinking. That's also played for a lot of slapstick and laughs. So it's like basically every time a character bottoms out, they kind of go to a comedic place and, and showing it, but it still works regardless. And, and when they do shift, they fully commit to the shift. I noticed that yeah. <laughs> like, like it's not, it's, there's no sluggishness, but like the music, the actor and everything just fully shifts gears. And you, you can suddenly go from the laughter 
to all of a sudden like you're like oh my god what just happened or wow this is a super dramatic moment uh so it it it's it's got a there's a speed to it i'm sorry lady mm-hmm. Fung, were you gonna say something i was gonna say um the Dallas priest was his most of his pieces in the movie were the comedy and without the comedy being there there would have been really no use for him but i think he was really a necessary character in the movie because of his um very important role of helping him uh, uh jin bao uh, recover and to figure out tai chi so i mean the comedy was very necessary the Taoist priest i thought was wonderful um, especially I liked when he played dead at the beginning when they had their little, um, little revolt there, um, their little ambush that didn't work, but, and he was playing dead and, you know, he just get up every now and then and kill somebody <laughs> and lay down and play dead again. And just all his facial expressions. I, I think you're right about that. He is a wonderful face for expressive comedy. Yeah, yeah, I loved. I, I got. I bringing that up. I just loved the part when he first plays dead, where he finds the dead person next to him. This gets their blood. It's like wiping it all over his face, trying to be uh, more convincing. Uh, yeah, I mean, his his comedy all came well out of his character too. He just he just was this this funny character. So it it felt very natural in the movie. Yeah, and I feel like they might have had to make him a Dallas priest because. Yeah, the, the the main character, Jim Bao. Uh, yeah, we mentioned previously he he's the person who invents Tai Chi and he leads uh, Wu Dang Clan in uh, um, in yeah in most of sort of contemporary sort of Wuxia novel stuff. Um, and he is famous as being a, a, a Taoist priest uh, who yeah even historical records say that he lived what three hundred and sixty odd years or was it Rendon? <laughs> It was it was something like that. It was something. Yeah, like, like he, he was a he, he was a, a, a priest, and I feel like you know they, they wanted to sort of imply that this is his origin. You know, he picked up Taoism from a random person on the street, and <laughs> and this is how he became um, the leader of the largest sort of Taoist community uh, in the future. And uh, and also, I thought I thought that the Taoist priest reaction when he when he mastered it was kind of funny where he's like, he's been, he's been, he's, he's been doing it for 10 minutes and he, and he's mastered it. And I've been doing it for all my whole life. And, you know, I'm done. And, uh, you know, was, the character was very endearing that, that, uh, the, it was, uh, um, and I, I think it, I think he's very, he's very, it's very easy to miss how important of a character he was, you know, for the same reason that it's easy to miss that ball in the, you know, early stages of the film. Um, but yeah, so um, I don't know. What were some of the other things that you guys uh, thought about the movie? Oh, I did want to talk about the formation fight at the at the in the beginning of the movie, um, and it just totally occurred to me that formations are just the honorable way to gang up on someone. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. formations are an honorable are an honorable way. Are an honourable way, like yeah, you know, not not necessarily actually honourable, but in a very hypocritical honourable way of dealing with someone. Because as long as you can, you know, mask it under, oh, we're using a formation technique. It doesn't matter how many people you use; it's all justifiable. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I think that sort of stuff like happens even in like um, sort of Legend of Condor Heroes as well, right? And Return of Condor Heroes um, in the beginning when all the um, transcend priests are like ganging up on Guo Jing, right? <laughs> it's just like he's only one person, but you know they they sort of. Yeah, it's fine. We're using a formation. We need this many people to hold a formation. Sorry. Well, it, it's kind of funny how they, they sort of will kind of equivocate on that at times. Like, it's it's okay, but then you'll 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 get characters like Lee Mocho who object to uh to to the to the to the to, to multiple opponents attacking them. Um, yeah. I think uh yeah, but I I, I I guess that that is sort of well. You also notice in some of the formation scenes, I think it's when. A lot of times they'll do the tactical formation, but they'll still engage one person at a time. And a lot of it is just because visually that is the only way to really do it without, you know, having the good guy just get swarmed by everybody. But but also it kind of makes sense that there would be this degree of honor uh, where, where people are, uh, you know, they're in formation, but they're still kind of adhering to this one-on-one uh, I think in this particular case, like it's a very good demonstration of what a formation can actually do. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like they were engaging one on one here. They were like, yeah, sort of in phalanx formation, really. Yeah, you had people with their sticks jabbing between the gaps, trying to catch the uh, the uh, Jimbao and Tianbao off guard, and you had them like throwing their sticks at them. Uh, I particularly like the way they sort of bent the sticks and sort of used that as like a sort of like bow type of thing. They just like flying. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was um, that that was a really good scene. I think. I think. I think that was. Yeah, because. Tr- oh, go ahead. Yeah, because I was gonna say like there are other sort of depictions of formations. Like, um, uh, uh was it Dragon Gate End where there was a formation at the at the end, but it was just really weird because they were sort of running really quickly, and the guy was like, "Oh, I'm really yeah, busy. yeah, yeah." They were doing the circular. <laughs> I, there's a name for it, but it's when they run around in circles around the guy. It's a. And there, there's yeah. even a movie. There's a movie with Cheng Pei Pei. I can't remember which one it is. I'll have to look it up. But it's one. It's like one of the late '60s films she was in, where there's a massive number of formations where people are all in different colors and stuff, and it looks really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's but it's that circular formation where people are running around counterclockwise and then going clockwise. But, yeah, uh, that that like, like that sort of depiction of formations has always been a bit ridiculous to me like yeah sure it, it seems cool right and that, that's fine i can i can accept that in the movie but this particular use of formation is like yeah okay i can see the practical uses for why you'd want to have a formation and why you want to train in it well and this was more of like a pyramid formation right this was like they were all kind of stacked up on top of each other not even that high because i i think they were only like two or three layers in not not even as high as some cheerleaders nowadays right (laughs) right and then they did drop down onto the floor and make a new formation too so remind me that we need to watch the brothers five because if 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 you want to talk about formations and whether they're questionable or not i think brothers five would be a very good film uh for for exploring that question um but uh but yeah, I, I guess some of the other things too. Uh, one, one of the things that I liked about this movie was how they used their hair growth as a way of kind of indicating time. So that you know they start out as monks, so when they leave the monastery and they stop shaving their head, you you know how long they've. Well, you don't know for sure, but you have a good idea of how long it's been if their hair is 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 at a certain length. Uh, you know because it, they were they were bald at the start of the movie, so. I thought that was kind of interesting because it, it really and it really they're consistent with it. I think I think they they and by the end of the film, Jet Li has a full head of hair. 
Um, so he literally has to like grow into the character. Like he has to, you know, it, it's kind of the reverse of what they do with the Tang monk in uh, Journey to the West, conquering the demons, where he becomes the Tang monk by suddenly becoming bald. And this is like the this is like the reverse. He has to get his hair so that he can become the character. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Any, anything else uh, that we that we've forgotten about or haven't covered? Yeah, no, I just, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the movie. And, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't say this is um, sort of my favorite depiction of downtown. And I think sort of Legend of Condor Heroes has that, you know, we, 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 with his backstory as a little monk who was carried away and accidentally learned parts of the Nine Yang Manual type of like I, I think that sort of origin for him was better. But that never really delves into the sort of invention of Tai Chi, really. So... Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember watching a, a, another TV series, like a TVB um, TV series of, um, I can't remember what, who the actors were, which mm, had it a bit more mystical. Like he could, he, uh, Jim, uh, Jim Bao can talk to animals and there was like an ancient tortoise who sort of taught him principles of like um, harmony and breathing and stuff. And yeah, eventually he learns Tai Chi. Um, and that, that, that was a bit more fantastical. Um, I don't know. I, I'd say this is probably one of the better depictions of 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 the origins of Tai Chi, but it's also kind of short at the same time. So, uh, but I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie, and I think um, this is well worth a watch. I agree. I totally like this movie. I think it's well worth the watch, and I like seeing the the different characters. I wasn't used to watching. Jet Li in movies, but this is the first movie I saw with him in it, and so that made me want to go and watch more of them. Um, so I, I thought it was a great movie that really showcased his talent. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. Like, oh, oh, go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, yeah, Jet Li is just just really impressive in this, which isn't surprising. But it is. you know, it's you want to show people a good Jet Li movie, it's not a bad one to pick. Yeah, I mean, this is like. Uh... To me, this this is probably my favorite movie of his, and and I think uh, I think the fact that Michelle Yeoh is is in it with him, it, mm-hmm. I mean it, that's an amazing pairing up. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know and they and they and both you know they're, they're both very good at what they do, and and I don't know they they just they just bring something to the physical movements. I think you know her with her dance background and him with his martial arts background, it really it really shows. It's a um, it's it, it, like and, and you see it in like the subtleties of his movements here, which I think I think is important given the nature of the martial art and it's how it's not just sort of like a, uh, you know, sort of it's not like a straightforward type of kung fu movie. It's a little bit more, uh, the, 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 the getting getting the 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 martial art to kind of get the right emotional note is really important, and so mm. so you you know it's it's it's, it's it, it was a really good use of his talents I think. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I, 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 I have a soft spot for this movie and I probably have some nostalgia for it because I was really into martial arts when I, when I first saw it, like I was, I was, a, I was, I was living the lifestyle, the martial arts lifestyle. And so it, it resonated with me and, uh, and, and, and I, I, so I have very strong feelings for it as a result of that. And I don't know if that clouds my judgment of the film, but I think this stands up there with some of the best movies 
the best martial arts movies ever made. And it's one of the things that like, I think it really demonstrates what's good about like why martial arts movies are good. Like why it, 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 it's a, re, it's a really good movie to show somebody if you just want to give them a slice of, you know, this is, this is an aspect of, 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 of martial arts filmmaking that you might, you might not realize, you know, that, that there are movies that look like this one and feel like this one. It's definitely one I could see being enjoyed. I mean, I've only watched it once so far, but I could see just every, you know, going back to this again and again and still enjoying it just because it's so well put together. Yeah, it was, well, when I, when I first uh, rented it, I, 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 I watched it like, no, I didn't rent it. I bought it on DVD. I bought it on DVD and I, I, uh, I watched it like over and over and over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it was called Twin Warriors at the time. I didn't, it, I, I didn't even know that it was actually called Tai Chi Master. The version we got initially was called Twin Warriors, and it was like six minutes less than the one that, that, that we watched for the review. Um, so when he, when he invents Tai Chi, it was a big stunning twist for well, you? Well, <laughs> well, also, it was it only had the dub, if I remember. Like, I don't think it uh-huh. had the subtitles. And the dub does give everything a much different feel. Like, when he, when, mm-hmm. he, in, when he says, my style is Tai Chi in the subtitle version, it's very, mm-hmm. almost stately. Like, he says it and, it, and he feels like the character that he's supposed to be. But in the dub uh-huh. version, it's a little bit more like, Tai Chi! Like, it's really kind of... Uh-huh. It's got like a little bit of a, a, I don't know. There's something in there that that is sounds a little bit more silly than how it really sounds. Um, mm. But it's still a great movie with a dub, and uh, and yeah. So I definitely would recommend it. And 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 this is the uh, we watched the the Dragon Dynasty version, which is uh, an hour and thirty six minutes, and it's got the subtitles, and it also has a a Bay Logan commentary track and a bunch of extras. There's a uh there's a bunch of interviews on there uh and and they're all really good and insightful and it's 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 a pretty well put together uh dvd uh you know unfortunately a lot of dvds now don't have the options that that the older dvds have for for extras and so this is a good example of of uh of just i don't know good selection of options so so yeah so uh we'll be back next week where we're what, what's our next movie is it um uh is it iron monkey the blade it's either the blade that or was iron the blade monkey. yeah i think i well it's one of the two it's one of the two so we'll, we'll be back next week with with uh with either the blade or iron monkey and uh and also we have a special up a uh um, uh, a discussion about Iron Triangle movies that I, I put up about an hour ago that uh, me and Lady Chow Fung did where we, we talk about five different films. And as always, you can support us on Patreon. We appreciate you know any amount that you can give. And until then, uh, we will talk to you later. <laughs>